yeah, very, very quickly, I realized that spending long, long time, long times on your feet and in the mountains and just moving efficiently that like really like spoke to my soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, it, like it felt so liberating. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. I am your host, Greg. And as always on this podcast, we are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I am grateful you have chosen to spend part of your time today with me, listening to cool things and cool people. And uh, without any further ado, let's get to this week's episode. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. It's a little bit of a gray and drizzly day today out here in the country but it uh also was glorious and magnificently sunny and warm and i dare say hot yesterday which was glorious to be outside to do the outdoor workout while actually doing things and get a good run in uh go for bike ride yes it was a lot of fun tan is coming along fantastic so i hope that wherever you are listening from It is summer there, and you are enjoying it in the way that brings music to your soul. Today has been kind of a slow day because it's a little drizzly. It's a little off and on, kind of unusual vibe in the air. But uh, we've had everything from rolling thunder and rain to it's actually brightening up. So I am pretty sure I will go do a run later and... uh, enjoy being dry but okay i uh, wanted to talk a little bit today about something that came to me when i was out on my run yesterday and kind of ties to a couple other things that have come up lately and also wanted to connect it with where this uh well same same idea might be happening in life and uh i don't know give some thoughts on uh, what to do so without any further ado um what happened yesterday I went for a trail run. It was hot. It was like 90. And I went early afternoon, like 1.30. And I went through the forest. And what's really cool to me is out where I live, there's a lot of old trails, a lot of old logging roads, game trails, cattle trails, things like that. And I just go and explore. It's been a while since I was on a named trail or anything specific like that. It's great i give stuff names as i go by it's this is a dead moose junction and this is the cow skull and this is where i got lost that one time this is logging road hill um yeah it's uh it's kind of all over the place and i went back yesterday somewhere i hadn't been for quite a while and there's no good reason it's very close to me but i just tend to go the other way and go kind of check out my i I guess, yeah, I got a usual routine. I kind of the usual pop this out and then cool. It's done. No, but how, how, about how long it'll take, know about the distance. And that's kind of what I was going to do. But all of a sudden, instead of taking my usual right turn down the hill, I went left up the hill and it turns out it was really good because it gave me the inspiration for this podcast. And what happened was, and this is cool for me being so close to the forest 
and areas that don't see as much visitation as, say, Arches or Vancouver Trails or Banff or the 14ers in Colorado is that nature is around everywhere. So if any of y'all have ever seen anything where, you know, like humans trying to conquer nature and you go, oh yeah, and there's the grass coming through the concrete and the concrete's breaking and grass is here. And if something isn't maintained for a year, two years, three years, it's reclaimed by the forest. So it's been cool for me to see trails that I was on back before anything was growing. The snow had just melted. Very easy to find, very easy to spot, pretty much go where you want to some degree. Uh, and now the grass is anywhere between, uh, I'd say about my knee to my waist. Sometimes a little bit higher, depending on what the species is. The ryegrass, holy hallelujah. But that makes it quite the challenge, the fun challenge I enjoy to navigate out on the trails, even though this is very close to where I am. There's old dirt bike tracks, there's cattle trails, there's old two tracks, uh, a lot of logging history, there's trailers in the bush. Uh, what else have I found out there? Oh, old shacks out in the bush. I found a couple hunting cabins out in the bush. Uh, I just find stuff. I found a cars car, another number 15 yellow car in cars. So I'm told. Um, anyways, it's a mix of stuff. But with the grass being this high and not many people, possibly not anyone besides me, heading out there to check these things out, it makes route finding a little bit of a challenge. And it's not the same as trying to shoot a bearing when you're out hiking or climbing or trying to get somewhere. It's not quite the same as, you know, looking for Cairns on a 14er and you can see the top of the 14er. Uh, this was, you know, rolling, rolling hills and giant old Ponderosa, Ponderosa first spruce forest, some larches here and there, uh, and grass. And I'm looking for old logging roads or quad roads or dirt bike tracks that maybe have been there for 50 years. Uh, so sometimes it's easy to see and all of a sudden that trail can go and then come back and then go and then come back and, or I'm completely gone and I'm bushwhacking up the side of the hill, getting, uh, having <laughs> all these little grasses stick to my legs, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. But what got me onto the idea for the podcast, we're going to finally get to dude, is that I realized as I was running that seeing or anticipating where trails might go is a skill and an awareness that I developed over time. It did. Mm, that's a good question. It may not have come naturally to me, but it seemed like to me, I was tapping into a skill, a lost skill, a lost art that deep in the recesses of the ancestral memories we all can tap into and be aware of, but with all the modern machinations um, may not be a thing. And what I mean by that is when I first started hiking, you know, if the trail was not dead obvious, I found it challenging. Um, the very first 14er I did, Snowmass Mountain, which is still the favorite one that I did, we didn't take the defined route. And, you know, defined route, it's pretty hard to miss. I mean, it would be very challenging until maybe you got up into the rocks. Um, but 
you know, broad trail. You can see where it goes. There's greenery all around. Um, I think that makes it fairly easy to spot. This stuff in the forest I was at, not at all. But for me, going up there, if it wasn't the big, broad, like wide, I can see it, I was unfamiliar with it. So looking to see cairns was not something I was aware of. Looking to see or anticipate where the trail might go is not something I was aware of. Over time, as I hiked more, as I went with a very good friend, as things were sort of pointed out to me with more and more experience, it became easier to see them. And then perhaps intuitively, but by having the different trails I've hiked, things I've ran, stuff I've seen, it kind of gives you a memory and a feel for where something might go to the point that there's not conscious focus that's going on. I'm, my eyes are just scanning as I run along, but I'm following the trail or all of a sudden something subtle changes and I discover I'm off the trail. So that's what got me to the idea was what am what am I seeing versus what am I anticipating and how does that change the more experience we get with something? You know, with with repetition it can be or doing it a lot, it can be easier to to see where that trail might go. It can be easier to see different things. Um, example, I just went morel mushroom picking for the first time about a month ago, I guess it was. I'd never been in my life. I actually did not know what one looked like, and I did zero research on it. It was an impromptu. I happened to be in the right place at the right time. Hey, man, what are you doing? Want to go morel picking? Okay. Uh, basically, hop in the truck and go. So didn't didn't know what I was looking for. May have stepped on a bunch. I'm not sure. But after seeing a couple and then getting a feel for where they tended to grow, it actually became easier to see them. And they grow in a in fresh burns in a mix of pine needles and ashes and that. But I kind of got a feel after the group of folks I was with, group of friends I was with, um, were picking someone, pointing out where they were. And I was like, oh, okay. So now I'm kind of, it's like reading the landscape to see things. Um, but when I was first looking at it, I am entirely certain that I looked at and walked by several before that first one, for whatever reason, picked out to me or the first ones were picked and someone showed me where it was so I could see and get a feel. Um, another thing that, that happened to me recently was uh, harvesting peas. I was out in the field harvesting peas and I thought that I had got all of them and I did not realize that there's a lot more peas hidden behind things that you can't maybe only can see when you move your angle, when you take a different view, take a different perspective. So that was neat, neat experience for me to have of, okay, cool. I like got all the peas out of this field and oh my gosh, no, I probably missed 30% of them. Um, the angle I was at, the direction I was going on the row, Okay, that's great. That's what it looks like. And then to go the other direction and say, oh my gosh, holy cow, look at all these things I did not see because my eyes were focused in a certain way. So the more experience that I got, even in a short period of time, it became easier to see the peas where they were hiding and, and to harvest them. So I want to tie this into life because sometimes these things can happen in life. We're learning, we're constantly learning and growing and hopefully challenging ourselves with new situations that they'd encourage growth and something that may not be obvious at all 
gradually becomes obvious and second nature to the point you're not even consciously aware that you're doing it. I know for me, like my, when I go out trail running and when I love it so much is I am just there for most of it. I generally do not run with music or a podcast. I head out to the forest and allow my senses to take over is not the right word, but to engage in a different way than when I'm not out in the middle of nature. So to, to look around, I'm, my brain is kind of switched off a different part is switched on and i am just scanning the landscape and breathing watching you know kind of watching where my feet might go getting an idea of what's ahead of me a little bit on the trail maybe 15 feet or so and then just looking to see where the trail goes looking around looking at branches if the horses are out seeing the horses uh, spooking the deer spooking the elk seeing the eagles fly and there's a lot of cool things and I'm just kind of there and present and observing it. There's sometimes thoughts, there's sometimes not. Sometimes I just focus on my breathing. But the the activity of having my eyes constantly be moving, looking at different colors and textures and depths, seeing things at different distances as well, really does strengthen the eye, the muscles of the eye, help with vision. Uh, I also generally do not run with sunglasses. I generally do not wear sunglasses. I actually put sunglasses on for the first time in a, at least a year on, uh, what day was that? Today's Sunday, uh, Thursday for the first time. Um, that was a little bit weird. And I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Hey, yeah, this brightness, it actually dims the brightness. That's really great to have. But allowing my eyes to kind of wander over the landscape, you start to see things. And, you know, for me, it's picking out something that doesn't fit in with the surroundings. I'm just jogging along or hiking along and, oh, hey, there's a candy wrapper off on the side there. I'll pick it up. Oh, hey, what's that? Oh, my gosh, look, like I found a ring in the middle of this forest. Okay. Um, you know, seeing, even just seeing running around on the old roads and seeing, oh, wow, hey, something's not quite here, this row. Oh, hey, there's the remnants of an old cabin partially buried, or there is an old cabin that I ran to. Um, it's been neat stuff. So I thought it'd be interesting to just share that today of what do you see, what kind of, what are you expecting to see in some degrees, but what are you actually seeing and how does that change with the experience? And we can expand this out into, into what, we're looking at, you know, maybe you start something and you're all excited and gung-ho for it and it's great, everything's great. And then the more that you're there, say it's a job or say it's a relationship. They're the two easiest examples that come to head, come to mind. You're there, you start to notice the nuances and you start to notice the little ticks or quirks of things. And you start to notice, okay, this is this is good, this is easy, this flows. Hmm, this process doesn't really make could be more efficient. This process seems weird. It seems redundant. So, you know, you're you're seeing maybe like, hey, here's the here's all the best parts that we have in our mind of starting a job or meeting this person. But then over time, well, what is that person actually? What is my mind projecting onto them versus what is actually here that I'm observing? So I hope that makes sense and gets across with my point of I'm you know looking for the trail and it's there or it's not there. What part am I actually seeing? And 
ultimately, it was a beautiful day. I enjoyed the forest. I was working on my tan. Uh, the smells were great. I have a bunch of new scrapes from tree tree limbs and uh, branches and pine needles and whatever else is on the forest floor. Um, some of the shrubs and shrubbery. But I felt good afterwards. And it really was just seeing, you know, seeing, disconnecting. And because of being engaged and... And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these, and I do hope you get a lot out of them. As always, if you enjoyed this, please share with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your coworkers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going. I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information, and there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. As well, if you get a chance, I do encourage you. It really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to, as well as maybe even write something. So uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts is how I list the things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcasts, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness.